Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's time for Joyce's Thought of the Day on News Talk 850 WFTL. In 1990, just as the age of the Internet was beginning, the term Godwin's Law was coined by author Mark Godwin. He observed that the longer any online discussion goes, the more likely it is that someone will make a comparison of something to Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, and the person who goes there first usually loses the argument. But Godwin, who is also credited with the invention of the term meme, was more prescient than he could have known. In the ensuing decades, the proliferation of Holocaust and Nazi analogies became commonplace, partly due to the massive growth in Holocaust education in the U.S. that sought to universalize the Nazi war to exterminate the Jews. Ordinary prejudice was denounced as the first step towards another Auschwitz. Regrettably, this has given rise to an anyone-I-don't-like-is-Hitler rule on both the right and left in which political differences are compared to Nazi Germany. But while we are right to demand that the Holocaust be treated as a singular event that should never be mistaken for mere political quarrel, that doesn't mean that it can't be compared to historical events in which actual genocide, as well as movements with genocidal intentions, are involved. The genocides in Cambodia and Rwanda, for example, in which entire populations were marked for death, do bear a resemblance to Hitler's final solution. Then came the events of October 7th, the largest mass slaughter of Jews since the Holocaust and committing barbaric atrocities on men, women, and children, including rape and torture. Hamas made it impossible not to think about the legacy of Nazis. Even those of us who have been most critical of Holocaust comparisons are now forced to concede that we've arrived at a moment when doing so is not only appropriate but necessary. And that is exactly what many supporters of Israel are doing as they seek to push back against the horrifying efforts to downplay or justify Hamas's crimes by a growing anti-Jewish movement making its voices heard on the streets of the world cities as well as on college campuses. One who has not shied away from that is Gilard Erden, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations. He has actually put on a yellow star of David, a Magen David star with the word Jude. He has been applauded by those who believe he has a right to remind the world body at the UN that the indifference to Israeli victims today is reminiscent of the world's silence and inaction during the Holocaust. No two historical events or movements are entirely alike, and there's a vast difference between the efforts of one of the world's great powers, Nazi Germany, to wipe out the Jewish people and Hamas's hopes to do so. The great lesson of the Holocaust is that the Jews must never again allow themselves to be powerless and dependent on the mercy of other nations. Calling attention to these facts is not politicizing history or disrespecting the Holocaust. To the contrary, it's a sign that Jews have not forgotten the price they paid for weakness in the face of evil. Get Joyce's Thought of the Day anytime. Subscribe to her podcast right now on the all-new 850 app and at 850wftl.com.